Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, this is Benjamin Boyce, and this present video is a condensed interview which is designed to get the word out about an e-petition that is begging the Canadian government to release analytics regarding the outcome of Bill C-16. In 2016, the Canadian government decided to tack on gender identity to their protected classes within their human rights laws, and this was supposed to have attached to it a gender-based analysis, which would show how this bill would impact or does impact various communities. Canada is refusing to release this analysis. And this interview is with Jennifer Ann, who has been petitioning the government to release these analyses so that people can become aware of the outcome of C-16. If you are a Canadian citizen, there are links in the description to better inform yourself about this bill, as well as a link to the e-petition itself, if you so desire to have the government be held accountable to the laws that it is implementing to shape your society. So that introduction over, this interview will now inform you about the ins and outs of this petition and this gender-based analysis and Bill C-16. Here we go. Could you give us an overview of what this is? It's a gender-based analysis for C-16. So C-16, could you give us an overview of C-16 and then the implementation and what this gender-based analysis is? Okay. Um, first, I'd love it to be called sex-based analysis, which is in France. Fr uh, in our French, we do call it, but uh, we call it gender-based analysis. And it has been changed to gender-based analysis plus. Um, but um, at the time, so um, Bill C-16 was presented in May 2016 as an amendment to the Canadian Human Rights Act, as well as the Criminal Code of Canada, to um, add the um, gender identity and gender expression um, for uh, prohibited grounds for discrimination. Unfortunately, with this Bill C-16, um, the, there's no specific safety for, for, for transgender individuals. It's, it's just been this vague and loose language of gender expression and gender identity. So when uh, when the it was presented tabled to the um, to the parliament from our attorney general, um, it was what was required is what's a gender based analysis, a whole analysis of talking to different groups and finding out what will the impact be on you know transgender individuals or women on society on our socioeconomics and so Justin Trudeau had promised that every piece of legislation doesn't matter what I mean it could be you know forestry, um, that a gender-based analysis must be required and done before any, any legislation is passed. So back in when it was tabled by our Attorney General in 2016, it was actually a trans individual that, ex that when this, this, um, this bill was tabled, contacted a group of women and said, I don't think you know what the ramifications of this really means like that it that there will be individuals who will take advantage of it and it was that individual who warned women and these women sent a um, 
I use my hands a lot, sorry, um, sent a letter to the government and explained that you're required to do a gender-based analysis and we want you to do gender-based analysis because we are understanding that this will, this very well and has, has proven discrimination towards women and our sex-based rights. The government ignored them and still passed the, the bill. And from there, there's been this, this fight from a group, not a fight, I shouldn't say, but this doing stand. all the appropriate stand, yeah, doing all the appropriate um, uh, government sources of how to obtain this gender-based analysis. Now, I have been able to access gender-based analysis on, uh, and they, they call them GBA+, plus, but I want to focus on what it was when Bill C-16, which was just called a gender-based analysis. One was about, it was from the finance department, it was to do with um, pensions, a change in pensions. Um, had I you know requested it, got it, received, received it within a few days. Then there was an inquiry, it was nine pages, and it was to do with um, documentation memos that were... Um, uh, were, were for Bill C-16 GBA. I've never received that. They just won't give that to me. So me. just to summarize, the Trudeau government promised that any legislation would have attached to it a an analysis of some sort to, to show the impacts of this or the potential impacts of this. B, Bill C-16 never had that and still doesn't have it. Or... The government does have it, but is not releasing it. I knew what was happening with Bill C-16, but, you know, and it had affected me um, And at one point, something happened, but you kind of just go, well, I'm in a small city, you know, it's not really affecting me, and I have other things that I'm, I'm focused on. In the beginning of September, there, there was an article, uh, and I'm not doxing anyone, but, um, and I'm sure this person's fine with it, but I'm not going to. Um, um, this individual wrote an article that Statistics Canada, as of January 2019, was no longer recording the sex of criminals, but by their gender. So this information was collected with our Universal Crime Reporting Survey, um, which, in my mind, right away, statistics matter so much. And for something that I'm really focused and interested in, interested in, uh, concerned about is femicide, you know, the act of violence and murder on women based on their sex. So when I heard about the Statistics Canada, I was just, this can't be true. You know, I mean, she provided the truth that it was there, but I still had to inquire myself. I thought this can't be real. I mean, how do we know what resources are needed for women if, if now we're crimes are reporting, you know, men as women on, on women? So the dance between Trudeau and I began where I emailed Statistics Canada with questions to see if this was true. And I was inquiring with our prime minister to make sure this too, and to make sure he was aware that people are aware and concerned about this. In November, you then proceeded to file an e-petition through the House of Commons because your representative wasn't re responding to you. The, the representatives that you had reached out weren't responding to you. So the NDP, which I'm not surprised at all because the NDP yeah. is hyper far left. And for whatever reason, with inter intersectional analysis applied to politics, yeah. the most oppressed will be given the most coverage. And because the trans, uh, because of the way that the trans rights has come about, that's given yeah. much more uh, you know, protection uh, to the trans individuals than to women at this point. So you, the, yeah. I can see why they don't even want to deal with that because yes. that's a nightmare for them. 
especially yeah. when you have events with Megan Murphy showing up in Toronto and everybody's going out in the streets and screaming. You, you don't want yeah. to deal with that. And so yeah. you tried to do just letter of the law just to get information on this, just to That's get this correct. information and, and information that was furthermore required or promised by the government. Absolutely. And gender-based analysis are not um, – meant like they are for public viewing because there is no private information we're not gathering people's names addresses it's you know meeting with groups and and there's nothing private that should not be under lock you know cabinet confidentiality Mm. so So, do you you, at this point in time do you let's say in november did you think that it didn't exist or that it was just uh being suppressed like do you i believe that's total conspiracy Theory, but. Oh, gosh. Um, no, I, I know. Remember, I kind of mentioned to you, it sounds like that. But um, uh, what I believe, and I still believe, um, is that it was completed because a senator mentioned that it that there was one, but yet no uh, member of parliament, the senators, legislate, you know, were actually privy to it. It, it, she's got in her speech. I have proof of it. So I did. I do still believe that it. I still want to believe that it was done. But I believe it was. It's been kept quiet because they were they did not do the proper analysis. Now, I've reached out to, to National Women's uh, Association of Canada, Native Women's Council of Canada, to see just if they were even consulted to, about this. I haven't heard back. Um, but yes, I, I do believe that it, that it, that it has, been, has been done. It's just that the government doesn't want us to see it. Now, I must mention, during this time, Someone had made contact with me and mentioned someone from a, a group called um, PDF Quebec, um, Pour le droit de femmes de, de Quebec. I, I'm not great. I'm sorry about that. And wouldn't you know what? I made contact with this group, with the president. And she started supplying me with all this information. And that's when I realized they had already had done to the Justice Department uh, an access to information and privacy. Um, and they were railroaded, denied, even through the... Um, the actual attorney general told that this was um, uh, cabinet confidentiality. They wouldn't. And it was sitting then, since it was denied, it goes to the next step, which is the Information Commissioner of Canada. And that was, it's been sitting there for almost what, three years now. And in order to get this e-petition to go to the next level, you needed to get a sponsor, a representative of some, some sort. Yeah. I took a, you know, a big step and I decided that every single MP in Canada was going to and has they have it right now an email specifically from me and in that email i explained that i've this e-petition that i'm looking for someone to authorize it and i also included where what we have seen since bill c-16 i put into our in regards to our rape shelters our gyms our um our mm-hmm. sports and, and so uh, they could not play ignorant anymore so I did that, and um, I explained to Trudeau that this is what's happening. I'm not playing games anymore, and that every single MP that you know has been emailed this. My own MP wouldn't. My own MP wouldn't touch it. There is now uh, a um, an MP that has taken it on, and I'm just staying neutral about that because people are are pro and and against this individual. And I, I, quite frankly, he was the only individual that would take it. So why would I? 
say no. So he accepted it. It had to go to the petition clerk to review it. And I was thinking, oh my goodness, what if something's wrong there? Can you imagine? That went through. And then, so a few days later, I think it was on the 14th, it, it was it was published. Oh, I, I was, I think, I, yeah, I was expecting it to be like Monday or Tuesday when I spoke to you. Yeah. So it was up and, you know, here we go. All these support from so many groups that I had made contact with. Um, and it, we, I couldn't believe it. It was just... 500 within just over 24 hours. So, um, so there is this huge um, uh, desire of, of individual of Canadians that, that believe we have the right to see this. What if the data is showing that women are being systemically oppressed due to C16? What I believe is that um, Bill 16 um, only has a chance to stand if the GBA is released and it shows that there isn't a bias against women, which we've already seen that there is. I believe that um, Bill C-16 can then be repealed or changing of, of wording. I mean, what's happening, as you, as you already know, is that unfortunately, women's rights are being um, you know, denied because of a, a group of, of, of really it's men who, um, and that's the thing, it's like there are so many trans individuals that just want to live a li- really la- lovely, happy life, and I so support them. But we've seen, because of this very vague language, we've seen an assurgence of men who just want to take advantage of it. Um, and I, and so that's that's my concern. But I believe that um, this is the biggest scandal of, of Trudeau's government ever because mm-hmm. of the fact that he had stated it would be done. And he has not supplied it to us. So I believe that with this gender-based analysis, there's a very strong possibility that we as Canadians can say we want to repeal Bill C-16 and what I will mention, too, is that there is a bill right now. It's really frightening because it's called S202, I believe. And it's about mm. conversion therapy. And now, of course, we conversion therapy, we, we don't agree with, right? I mean, we, no one should be you know, told that they have to, to change their... To force homosexuals into uh, yes, a heterosexual frame of mind. Yeah. yeah. But unfortunately, the way that this is being turned around is that it's now being used that children who you know are stating that they are i mean these are like 12 year olds that are stating that that as long as they state that they are they feel that they're if they're a female and they feel like they're a male the government can step in and say to parents you're not providing the appropriate uh you know and and your child so so this this new bill this cannot go forward without them releasing or doing a gba so if they can't even do a gba on that This is all stemming from Bill C-16. So I just believe that Bill C-16 doesn't have a chance. So if the precedent is that the government won't release these gender-based analysis or sex-based analysis on C-16, then then that can go into what they're calling conversion therapy now, which is basically the – giving the ability to children to convert themselves, like literally physically – undergo conversion therapy um, with government support and without their parents having any say, or even uh, one would say uh, time-based psychological, uh, you know, uh, counseling to to allow them to figure out what's going on in their head before they start to meddle with their body. So only Canadians can, can sign this, right? Like that's true. Canadians. Obvious, right? So what we're, what we're doing with this video is getting the word out to all my Canadian followers and all your Canadian followers that in Canada, you have the chance to hold the government accountable for the laws that it is instating to change the way in which society operates on a sex-based level. 
Beautifully put. Yes. Let's get this out. Let me let me uh, okay. edit this down and and put it up there on the YouTube. Okay, I, I appreciate. I thought, my goodness, I don't think we'll have much to chat about because we already received the five hundred signatures, and I didn't want to waste your time. So, so I, I appreciate. Let me just kind of explain it. You know, I had all these papers trying to get myself orientated, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank so. you so much. We did good. <laughs> no problem. I'll let you know what okay. happens. Okay, thank you, thank you. All right, it was really nice talking to you. And oh, I have been watching your your uh, Evergreen. I am, it's blowing my mind watching that. Oh, really? I, I'm just, oh, it's so good because I like the, the I like you know. 20, 15, you know, 20 minute sort of intervals. And I'm just, I'm just, there's so many parallels that I'm seeing, you know, that I'm going, my goodness, excellent. I have to tell you, excellent. That's so much hard work. So I, you got me on that. I'm just watching it and going, wow. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. glad to terrify you. <laughs> oh yeah. It's yeah, a big eye opener. Yeah. <laughs>